0: episode 71 of Comics and I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics chronologically, kind of, if someone's phone
1: goes off.
2: wasn't mine. It was actually my computer.
1: It was actually actually this stupid um, website I'm on putting up advertisements, so.
2: Buy war bonds? (laughs) Yeah, buy buy war bonds and stamps.
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> Alright, we're going into issue number 14 of Batman, released December, January, well, it was released January 1943, but it's a December, January issue. All the stories in this are 13 pages long, and I'm just going to go through all the credits right now, because there's 17,000 of them.
1: Okay, we'll be back. Love you,
2: you want to take a walk or something while you're doing this? I might take a nap. Yeah. Just wake me up. <laughs> Can I just
0: ask real quick? I heard that stupid ball thing. What ball? The cat ball thing that always gets...
1: <laughs> not the mine. It.
0: No, not here. It's coming from one of is It's distant, but I heard it. No idea. All right, whatever. All right, so the executive editor on this was Whitney Ellsworth. The cover artist was Jerry Robinson. The first story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Jerry Robinson, inked by Jerry Robinson, lettered by George Russo. The second story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Bob Kane, inked by Jerry Robinson and George Russo, lettered by George Russo. The third story was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley and Ray Burnley, lettered by Betty Bentley, and the last one was written by Don Cameron, penciled by Jack Burnley, inked by Jack Burnley, Ray Burnley, and lettered by Betty Bur- Bentley. Have no, we had 19... before? What have we had I... these Burnley people before? I don't think so. That's I was
2: going to say. Forty three brought some new people because I don't recognize any of those names. Don Cameron's been a,
0: a recent addition. He's written a few here and there.
1: The first, the first couple I, I recognize, Whitney and yeah, in the first, the first yeah. what?
2: Or book or story. whatever the hell it is, yeah. story.
0: Yeah, Jerry Robinson and George Russo's have been the anchors and letters for a letter there, but I guess Jerry Robinson got bumped up to pencil word, too, so. Mm. But, yeah, I think the Burnleys and the Bentley are new. Mm. Uh, yeah. Did it say who drew the cover? Yeah, Jerry Robinson. Mm. I mean, he's done a couple covers, I think.
2: Yeah, I just, not. It, it's good. What's well, I his get, name? I Robin's guess... legs are funky.
0: I guess, lump since we're on it, why don't you discuss the cover?
2: (laughs) Okay. A Superman publication, DC. Um, It's got the blue Batman that just says Batman at the top this time. It doesn't say anything else. Um, You have Batman and Robin peeling back the page to show the penguin walking down the street into a circle of light on the ground and some trash. Trash can, the moon, and the city skyline in the background. The penguin is shooting a gas out of his... uh, thing that looks like it actually goes up and makes the shape of the Batman symbol, but I don't think it was meant to do that. It just looks that way. It's drawn very well. There's nothing really going on. It's just kind of a drawing of Batman, Robin, and the Penguin, basically. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I just don't... There's not a whole lot going on, but it's well drawn.
1: The Penguin is starting to take shape, too. Like, he looks different every time, and he looks much better
2: in this cover. Yeah, I'll agree. Scott. It's a very plain cover. Yeah. But, I mean, it's drawn well, and it's it's got, it's, you know, I get it's the concept. Plain, it's plain, but at the same time, it's done well, because you get some of those other ones where it's, like, them in a circle. Like, yeah. it's not that plain. It does have something going on, at least. It,
1: it's it, it's probably the first time Penguin on the cover, too, right?
0: No, I think we got him on the cover of his introduce.
1: Oh, his introduce. Because, yeah. um, like, normally these Batman ones are... are you know, highlighting the Joker, and this time it's not.
0: Well, Joker's not in this.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. This time they didn't even go for the Joker. Well,
0: he's probably busy planting another pie in someone's face or something (laughs) stupid like
1: that, like he's been doing. He might be breaking out of jail.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Or dead dead again. He could be dead again, too. Could be dead again. No, Batman hasn't killed anyone in a
0: long while.
1: No, but Joker, when they end, they're always like, is Joker dead?
0: (laughs) We'll have to see. Anyhow, let's move on to the actual first story here. The case Batman failed to solve. False advertisement there, by the way.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Chris, what's happening on the on this on-canon splash blade?
1: Oh, this isn't canon? Like, there's a guy whose head is, like, on the top of a balloon, I think?
2: That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like.
1: That's what it looks like. I actually, I really like the the logo. The Batman logo is much better than that blue one. It's got, the wings have, like, highlighted blue veins in them, and it's dark black, and then he's got the blue, you know, shadow across the top
2: of it. It's a very I, detailed I, Batman sequel. Yeah,
1: I honestly like the way they're drawn on this cover, too. Like, the the faces are highly detailed, and each person's a little different. Like, there's a Chinese guy there, and then there's, like, a, a Old West prospector, and a girl in a green dress, and they're all looking at an X that marks the spot, where I don't know if it's supposed to be smoke, or, uh... A string that goes up it to the like head. It definitely looks like a balloon. Yeah, the old man's head is like a balloon top. And Batman's thinking about it, and Robin's got his hand out like he wants, you know, give me a quarter. And that's about it. Each
0: of these stories <laughs> has, like, a summary on the splash page.
1: Explain- I noticed that, too. It's explaining the whole story.
0: Yeah, it's like almost the one of those on the back of books that tells you what's going on in the book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of those. Yeah. But yeah, so. Anyway, this is the case. Batman felt this album. We'll meet all these characters in a moment. Alright, so. It opens up weird because it doesn't like... It just says the curious case begins with a formal invitation. As this obvious stand-in for Sherlock Holmes is gets an invitation to this party. That is, he's cordially invited to a conference of the world's greatest detectives. They have to meet in New York from this guy named Dara Dry, right? Dry? Dara Dry?
1: Dana I couldn't Dry? tell if it was Dana, Dara, and I thought it was a woman, and then it got all confused and I had to go back and reread the beginning to figure out that it was a man. Dana Dry. I think it's Dana.
0: I'm just actually looking up something about Dana Dry real quick because he's apparently pretty important.
1: Really?
3: Hmm.
2: So, yeah, okay. Yeah, What were you going to say, Lon? I was going to go over some of this, but go ahead. I was just trying to stall for you. That's fine.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, this <laughs> Sherlock Holmes guy gets a invitation. His name's Sir John. He works in Scotland, Scotland Yard. And then this old prospector's sheriff guy also gets an invitation from Dana Drive.
1: Yeah, I didn't get that. I mean, they look like they're in the old west, like, before any of this could even be going on. Yeah, they said that to the back, deep back country of the Great
0: Smoky. Yeah, that's there? Tennessee. And America's greatest country detective.
1: He's <laughs> the greatest country detective.
0: And then in a lofty penthouse, some woman gets one, too. The modern Sherlock Holmes, they call her. But she says she's only an amateur uh, detective. But she writes okay. novels or something? Yeah, I don't
1: know
2: what she's doing.
0: And then we go over to the spice center Chinatown, where we get a stereotypical
2: Chinaman. um, Sue. um... Dr. Su. T-S-U.
0: Yeah, I am. I, I'm distracted by the ball in the background again. Lump. There's no ball. <laughs> I can hear.
1: It. I'm hearing something. I don't know why. I thought it was keys it's
2: jingling. Like, like
0: jingle bells. Yeah, like that jingling thing.
2: I got my headphones off. Huh. Ooh. There it goes. I got it. They got oh, a ball a in a their mouse. room. Yeah. That's in a locked room. Listen, you can't stop that. I don't think you're listening to that one.
1: <laughs> He's gonna open that door, and you're you're asking for it. Pandora's box. <laughs> <Mops. laughs> Yep. <laughs> it is
0: constant. It's like it's like Santa's jingling a bell outside. Well, oh, they're
2: they're locked in a room. They're bored out of their minds. <sighs> I let them out. If I open the door to take the ball away, they're getting out.
1: Yeah, they're gonna be running all over the place.
2: All right. Um, we gotta get you a different mic. <laughs> I don't know if the mic's gonna help. I'd have to go to a different place to record.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It don't matter. Uh, Uncle Chris, I think people are talking in your house, too. Yeah, nothing I can do about that, either. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I heard the shower running earlier, too. I'm surprised you didn't.
0: No, I didn't hear that. I'm gonna try and lower the volume of my headset so that I can not hear it. <laughs> Alright. It's not that I care. It's there. It's just distracting me when I'm trying to do it. Right.
2: You, know, you don't have kids.
0: Yeah, for good freaking reason. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I can't hear anything. Oh, good. Oh, we're going to be doing this
2: all night. Yep. And now my dogs are <laughs> running upstairs.
3: All right. I'm
0: back. All right. Hold on. Everybody be quiet for a moment. Let me write this down. 1247. And I can just silence the hell out of all of this in the editing so I don't have to, <laughs> to f- deal with it. All right. Where was I?
1: Um, the Chinese guy's name. Okay. Dr. Sue.
0: Dr. Sue. So yeah, we go to China and we're introduced to Dr. Sue, who's apparently China's greatest detective, and then we go to Commissioner Gordon's office, who gives the invitation to Batman and Robin.
1: And ironically, Batman says he's going to be there with bells on, just so you know. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Anyway, so
0: they get the invitation from Dana Dry and Robin, asks who he was, and Batman scolds him for not doing his criminology homework or whatever. Yeah. And Batman shows them a couple pictures of him taking down a notorious gang. And he cracked a Coney
2: poisoning case?
0: I don't know what the Coney poisoning case
2: was. Me neither. I thought maybe it was a hot dog thing or something, like Coney Island, but I had no idea.
0: Anyway, he apparently worked on a thousand murders and has never failed. And now they'll, they'll get a the chance to meet him. So they all go to New York and Dana drives there. And he's about to tell him. he tells them he's about to retire, and then, bang, he's dead. Yep. Well, yeah. the
1: big build up for him to just get a uh, shot right there.
0: Yeah,
2: and I didn't think he was dead, but apparently he was.
1: Yeah, he was dead. At
2: um, first, I thought it was going to be like some kind of prank thing or something. Yeah, me too. But his purple head in this picture is actually really creepy.
1: Oh, right, yeah, 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 I see it. Before <laughs> that... Before that, they all jump up when he gets shot, and somebody says Dry's been shot. For some reason, the Chinese guy oh, oh uh, speaks in Chinese
2: letters. Yeah, just for this bubble because he doesn't have any other one.
1: No,
0: just the casual Batman racism. It's okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. if It's racism. That's
0: what he if he was speaking his language, that might be how it was written. Uh huh. <laughs> alright, we know how Batman feels about the China people. <laughs> I think he's over
1: that. I think he's gotten over that.
2: Oh, they okay. do say, criminal.
1: Yeah, well, that's how he sounds. Like, they're trying to portray how he sounds. It's true. <laughs>
0: so, they think the shock came from the window, and they're looking out, trying to figure out what happened, and they all decide they're going to solve this case together in tribute to Dry. Solve it now-
2: together, but separately. Together,
1: we have the world's greatest detectives, all one party. you think it wouldn't take so long to figure this out. I mean,
0: yeah, to be the, fair, it's, it's a convoluted mystery.
1: Yes, it is, it is.
2: <laughs> so, we had to jump through a lot of hoops to, you know... And the poor guy who gets splattered with paint and paper. We didn't <laughs> we're get, getting there. We didn't
3: get there, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, boring. we're there. We're there That's right now.
0: No, yeah. because... Batman and Robin see this guy, and they start chasing him. And then Robin kicks a, a pal of paint into his face. And then Batman throws, I don't know what that is, some kind of paper.
2: Wrapping paper? Yeah, maybe? it looks like wrapping paper. A whole bunch of different kinds of wrapping paper. And is paint that
0: sticky that it's going to stick to him like that?
2: Um, I don't know. Maybe. It does in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. All right.
1: Well, and, it, it's all because Batman tells them to take it easy on them because they need information from him. So Robin just does all kinds of weird stuff to him, right?
0: I guess. But mm-hmm. he has two guns. And then after they paste them to the wall with the wrapping paper and the paint, Robin adds insult to injury and slaps them in the face with a paintbrush.
1: Yeah. And then... Oh, it's wallpaper. That's why it's sticky. Says brightly colored wallpaper lends a gay contrast to the grim spectacle of the fighting figures.
2: Ah, you know I never even caught that.
1: Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's ugly wrap. It's ugly wallpaper, but.
2: but... And it's ugly wallpaper.
1: (laughs) It's definitely ugly wallpaper. Wait, hold on,
0: hold on. They're in like a motel. Why does a motel just have this stuff in its closet? Uh, maybe they're redoing the rooms. I don't know. Uh, whatever. The guy (laughs) tells Batman and Robin to come and get them, and they're like hesitant about. Well, Batman says. Batman says, <laughs> Batman says he has the honor of taking this guy down, but Robin, who just found out who this dry guy is, is really a gung-ho about helping solve the murder. Yeah. So, the the guy says, come and get me, but then Dr. Sue comes in. Dr. Sue? Right? Dr. Sue? Seuss.
1: Dr. Yes. Seuss. One yeah. fish, two fish. Red fish, blue fish.
0: Dr. <laughs> Sue comes in, and I think he trips them?
1: He does. He trips them.
0: I don't know how he got in front of them so fast that he could trip them. He just well, appeared out of nowhere.
1: I think they were like fighting for position because Robin was trying to get there too, and then Doctor Sue just trips them both and then runs away like a weirdo.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's going to follow the guy.
1: Yeah,
0: he he trips them, and the Batman and Robin are really mad that he did it. But then he's like, "I'm gonna he's gonna lead me to the murder," and Batman says, "Oh, he's clever." That's a trick for us to learn, Robert. As if he's never heard of this trick before.
1: Yeah, and guess what? He does try to use this trick like three times. I know it's, it's annoying. Like,
0: it's like it's he. This is some <laughs> revolutionary new tactic that he's used <laughs> in the past. Right,
1: right. Literally, but he's like, wow! I'm that is a great thing. I'm going to do that twenty times in this in this one story. He has literally let people go and follow
0: them in his plane, t- in their cars, to place it.
2: Yes, he waits. A couple of days for them to continue committing more crimes before yeah, he does. He tracks this every story
1: down, yes. <laughs> but he, he just learned it, so. He just figured out that he does it.
0: Alright, meanwhile, the lady detective found some... She found a clue that he was wearing a brand new suit, and he, she's gonna go check on that. And then Batman says, see you at midnight. And this is the start of all of a sudden,
2: there's a time limit on solving this case. Yeah,
1: I don't know where that came in at. It has to be done by midnight or whatever.
2: Well, he told them that they would all meet at midnight before they split off to go and... That's right. That's why I started feeling like maybe he wasn't dead. Yeah, it was weird. Batman says we'll all meet back here at midnight.
0: But, okay, they're going to meet back there at midnight and discuss the case. It doesn't necessarily mean they have to figure it all out. No, it doesn't. It felt like the, they were—they uh, had to get it done in a time crunch for some reason.
1: Yeah, the midnight thing threw me off because I thought, "Oh, he's going to be there at midnight when they come back and say, ha, I tricked you all. Right. Right? It's just—he kind of did,
2: but we'll get
1: to that. <laughs> but Batman's well, good. Before you move on, she says his pockets are empty. That comes up later on. All oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. But I mean, I was trying to add some meaning to this story. <laughs> 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 anyway, the
0: Scotland Yard detective's gonna go check on the body and do something useful, while the cowboy detective just says, "I'm gonna look around here for a little more." Yep. He's gonna
1: mosey around here. I'm
2: gonna yeah. mosey around.
0: He he thinks he's gonna figure it out on gut instinct. Apparently,
1: now see we pick out real real fast when they when they uh, write the Chinese guy speaking weird, but this hillbilly guy says, "I'm just gonna mosey around here a piece and do something."
2: Yeah, and they do. They make his real country, and and also the other woman that we didn't really talk about her, but it's like a friend of this woman. She has a real country accent. She like cuts parts of words off and stuff too. So Mm
0: -hmm. that one in her introduction, yes. And well, they were were just, she's like in it for one panel, so.
2: Yeah, it wasn't, I'm just saying what they were doing, it's like they really try to show the way these people would talk. Right, and and they don't
1: write it bad. It does make it sound like that in my head when they do it, with the Chinese guy, with the hillbilly guy, you know.
0: Yeah. Okay, I guess that's it for that.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yep. And moving on.
0: Batman gets in the Batmobile with Robin. Uncle Chris, you want to complain about the Batmobile? Because you always do.
1: No, I actually like the Batmobile man head on the front of the batmobile all right
0: <laughs> so they're going to his apartment for some reason and whose apartment
1: s- dryer's apartment okay
0: dry's apartment and for some reason oh i know why the three guys are there there's three thugs there tearing up the place yeah so batman and robin
1: go in and they get into a fight well before and- they go in batman does something weird he says oh robin there's too many for us <laughs> and robin's like there's only three of them what are you talking about don't myself <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> and so Robin rushes in.
1: So at that point, I thought it was somebody dressed up like Batman. I didn't even think it was Batman.
2: <laughs> that's what I thought they were doing <laughs> when I first weird. heard it. I'm like, wait a minute. Did somebody trick Robin? Is that not Batman? Right. It was weird. It was weird. Yeah, but it's but
1: it's just as we talked, it's just Batman trying to use this stupid new tactic he learned.
2: Right. Brand new. It. He's never done it before.
1: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> Robin's beating him up, and Batman's going, Robin, don't. And in my head, I'm picturing that this is, you know, sarcastic. Robin, don't hit him. No,
1: don't do it. So does Batman (laughs)
2: throw the chair at Robin?
1: Yeah. And most amazing of all, one of the dynamic duo turns his hand against the other. Yeah. (laughs) He
0: does. He throws the chair at Robin to stop him. And he's like, what the hell did you do that for? (laughs) (laughs) Robin's really mad. Uh, Batman is <laughs> ruin this whole thing
1: for good reason too. Well, but this, yeah. this, the problem with this is Batman just tried this new tactic and he messed up. Yeah, that's
0: true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: the thugs get away and then Robin's like, why are you stopping all this? Why are you stopping me? Oh, <laughs> he says, I've pulled a boner.
1: Yeah, what is that? I was waiting for this to come up. I don't know what that means. I realize it means he messed up, but doesn't it still mean boner? I don't think it did. No, not back then it didn't mean that? No, because there is a
0: famous Joker comic where he says boner, 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 boner over and over again.
2: (laughs) I've pulled a boner. That's what the thugs wanted.
0: But it's just the phrasing (laughs) of how he used it. Yeah, I made a mistake.
1: Yeah. I pulled a boner.
0: No, the sentence itself, I've pulled a boner, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and, and he says that's what, this, that's what the thugs wanted, and they got.
2: <laughs> that's right. I, I, when I read it earlier, I was like, what?
1: <laughs> but he did. He messed up. He pulled a boner, all right, because he let pulled them a go, boner. thinking he was going to chase them, and they got what they came there for and got away.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah. But... They're gonna follow him. This, you know, this boner line shouldn't be in this book. This is a very serious book, you know. Very serious. Yeah, you don't get. You don't, guys don't get the reference. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> no. that's what Corey Feldman says in Lost Boys. Oh, this is the comic <laughs> he was he was talking about. Batman? Is it really? Four- yeah, Batman number fourteen. It's a very serious comic, huh? In the comic book store, he's talking about it and how this. Only like four copies of it. It's not true or anything, but right. <laughs> this is the I don't remember is, that. Yeah, he's like, yeah, this is. I'm always on the search for Batman number fourteen. It's a very serious comic, you know. And there's like four copies, and I'm always on the lookout because I want the other three or something like that.
1: So that's when he. Ge- that's when he shows them the the vampire comic book too, right?
3: Yes. Okay.
2: So. Man, I don't remember that. I love that movie, but I don't remember that.
0: Nah, well,
1: that's. Just a- Okay. He give, he gives him a vampire comic book and tells him it's like um it's like an instruction manual. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew that
0: that's one, you guys like that movie, and I figured you'll get the reference. But I yeah, not. I did. Wow. I,
1: I wish I did now.
2: <laughs> I wish I did, too, and I really liked that movie a lot. I can't believe that I had no idea. You know
1: who would have picked that up? My wife would have picked that up. No problem. Yeah, she would, she would probably. It. Yeah, she, <laughs> would <definitely. laughs> and, and she would have been like, yeah, I get it. And I'd be like, well, I don't understand. Oh, you're doing a podcast about Batman, and you don't know? This is true. <laughs> yeah, that's a little
0: trivia for you. I thought it was interesting, anyway. All right, so we go to police headquarters. I don't understand why they brought the swords with them. There was like well, a sword. There was a sword and shield be, you, on the wall. Hold on, hold on. Good. Go right, let me go back a minute here. So in the place, there's a sh- like a display of swords and shields on the wall, and I think that's what he throws at Robin. Is it? Yeah, it
1: is. And then they take it with them. But I'm not sure Well, why. I know why they take it with them because they realized whatever them guys were in there for. No, he did throw a chair at them cuz you got a chair in the next Yeah, time. but yeah, the anyway. the
2: chair is the legs of the chair are hitting Robin. You can kind of see them. The but thing if you is look the at wall. if you look at There's the swords thing. on it too.
1: Yeah, if
0: you're looking at the thing that hit Robin on the panel it gets hit, it's the sword and shield.
1: Mm, well, the ribs reason- legs to the chair. It's crazy. It looks like a mess now that you made me look at it ten times. So, because there's swords and a chair leg, maybe a gun. I'm not positive what that is. It might be a
2: gun. I might be wrong. <laughs> it might not
1: be a chair. It might be a gun. But the reason they take it with them is because they can't figure out what's missing off of that shield. They know something's missing, and those guys took it, but they don't know what it is. Oh, I don't. I don't know what it is either. And I read the story. But it's a uh, um. Well, it's common. It's it's the it's the Whole reason of the story.
0: Oh well, Sherlock Holmes guy, Sir John, the Scotland Yard detective, shows up and said, "This is the bullet
1: that killed Dry, but if he's holding like a clock
0: uh, can,
1: or an arrow, or like a, uh, um, I don't know, an old timey Native American arrow head." <laughs> yeah, That's what he it looks like an arrow
0: then, then he says it's absolutely chafis, no rifle marks at all. He can't understand it. It looks like it's, it's ricocheted off of several walls. But it's not shapeless. It's in his hand, right? He said this and is the bullet. That never comes back up, does it? I mean, it does, kind of. Okay. But, but not really.
2: They don't address it, but they do kind of.
0: But and in the next panel, Batman says the bullet he's holding is an old musket ball. That is not yeah. a musket ball he's holding. No, If it's that's not. the
2: thing, it's not in the shape of a musket ball at all. Whatever. <sighs> They
0: they run somewhere. I don't know why they're running. <laughs> I don't know
1: either. <laughs> Let's run away now, Batman. Okay, pretty much because they don't <laughs> explain where they're
0: going. No. no, they. It literally says, "But as the camp com- comrades spread out into the evening dusk, they run into girl detective. I
1: don't know any of their names. Yeah, girl detective Sherlock Holmes and Chinese man.
0: Well, I don't. I don't call her Sherlock. I don't call her I'm calling her girl detective because they referred to her as Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, the
1: modern Sherlock Holmes, Holmes. they did.
0: And I the other guy looks like Sherlock Holmes, so that's why I keep like using different names. We got Anyways. some weird
2: stuff coming up here, so it gets insane. It was already insane, <laughs> but it gets more insane.
0: But they go to a I don't even it says later, before a lavish mansion of mystery, the magician's club. I why <laughs> Yeah, I
1: don't know why they went to the Magician's Club.
2: I know- Because the suit that he was wearing was a magician's oh, suit. Oh, that's right. The new suit that the guy who died was wearing was a magician's suit.
0: Right. But they look like they're in a restaurant.
2: Yeah, for now, yeah. until they wind up in a closet. And the rabbits come out of nowhere.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, they're talking to the guy that made the suit, and it's a magician's suit, as you said. And they're wondering what happened, but then a bunch of thugs run in out of nowhere. I and
1: thought then- they were beating up the magicians. It's not. It's a bunch of thugs came running in.
0: Yeah, well, no. I don't even, they're just running in through the door.
1: Oh, I don't know what the heck's going on
2: there.
0: Well, there's a lot of word bubbles and a lot of words in this
2: thing. I told you this one, there was just too many words for me. Like,
0: there is like the whole top row of the panels is just filled with word bubbles, and it's nothing important.
1: It's just these uh, thugs threatening them, telling them, Robin, you don't want to get hurt.
0: Right, and they're like, oh, They're like, we're going to, you're going to do what we tell you to because you guys are afraid of us because Batman was playing it up earlier.
1: Oh, right.
0: And then they're like, oh yeah, we're so afraid. And then they go and beat them up anyway. Right. And then Batman knocks one guy through a closet full of magician's hats. And when he hits the shelves, a bunch of rabbits show up, jump out of them. (laughs)
1: Like ghost rabbits. Yeah. I don't know what they are. They're weirdo rabbits.
0: So, they look like live rabbits. Are they really keeping live rabbits in those hats? Inside hats? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so.
1: I guess the live rabbits live in those hats.
0: <laughs> you would think <laughs> they would be starving by now, but... Robin picks up an umbrella and hits one guy, and then it goes off, I think?
1: I think so, too. Oh, and it, A trick umbrella.
0: Yeah, it blinds Batman and Robin, and then the thugs just grab them, and they just let them take them to their boss.
1: Yeah, yeah, the, because they well they got scared from the the umbrella going off and now they're captured apparently.
0: Right, now we're in the underworld office of Red Rip.
1: Yeah, I don't and even know what's going on here.
0: Nothing,
2: nothing is actually <laughs> going on.
0: Well, he thinks that Dana Dry has evidence that would put him away, and that's why he was calling everything together. Uh... And that's what he's worried about. That's why the thugs are involved in stuff like this. He's catching them because he wants them. To, um...
2: Make sure that information doesn't get released. Right. If somebody finds it now that Dana Dry is dead, then he'll be in trouble for stuff that Dana Dry never turned him in for before.
0: And then they tie up Batman and Robin and just leave them there for some reason.
1: Yeah, well, that's what they do. When you when you catch Batman and Robin, they're never you figure they're never going to get away, so you just put them in a room and you leave. Yeah, I mean, instead of just, like, just shoot them. No, yeah. no. Or look under their masks, even. No. You put... Gags over top of her masks, and then you leave them in a room.
0: And that's exactly what they do. They just leave.
1: Yeah. Yep. And then, and then Sue comes in.
0: And Batman tries to kick him in the face because he thinks he's going to get murdered.
2: Why but is no. Dr.
1: Sue dressed up like Dusty Rhodes with the polka dots?
2: I'm don't. i not sure what the polka dots are. It's like a muumuu. It's not black and yellow.
1: It's like red and white, but it looks like something Dusty Rhodes would have wore.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: This is a strange, strange comic. <laughs> but Sue comes in and frees them, and and they, they run away again. I still don't
1: know what was in what the deal what the is with the shield. Yeah, I don't know where it says it, but do so you want me to spoil it? Because I don't, we might have missed it. I think we get
2: there. Okay,
1: maybe what's not what's
0: because he says. He sees dry shield, but his flintlock pistols missing. Is there the it
1: goes. Shield? That's it. It's the it's the, the gun that was that shot dry, or whatever his name is, was an old timey gun, and missing from that shield between the two swords was an old timey flintlock pistol. Would a pistol. flintlock
0: pistol fit on that shield?
1: Ah, uh, that's what they're saying. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Oh, uh, whatever. Batman and Robin run back to the hotel. So for some reason the thugs are there too, and they get into the elevator. And then we—is this the first entrance we get? Like the Bam Biff and Sock like bubbles? Wow, yeah, I think so. Because yeah, like they're they just show the elevator going up, and we hear there's word bubbles that say Bam Biff and Sock. So yeah,
1: this is a, like a this is a gag that has been used over and over again. Like elevator going up, and you just hear noises, and then the guys get kicked off the elevator. I don't know if Batman started that. But I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah,
0: probably not, but yeah. (laughs) And so Batman and Robin beat them up. I'm surprised that elevator lady didn't get beat up in the process.
1: Yeah, yeah. She must have hidden a corner or something. After Batman beats them all up, she lets them know that it's the 15th floor.
0: Yep. (laughs) And then the cowboy's there and he threatens to shoot them.
1: Yeah, I don't see any bullets coming out, so he just kind of pulls his guns, I guess. And his contribution to this is that he found a mark on the windowsill. Well, he's
0: one of the world's greatest country detectives, so. And this causes Batman and Robin to jump out into, out the window and into the lake below. Because they only have ten minutes left. Yeah, because they need, they only have ten minutes to solve this riddle for
2: reasons. <laughs> <laughs> unknown. <laughs> no reasons. Completely unknown reason. <laughs> because Batman said to meet at twelve. Well,
0: also, in the panel where they jump out, it's like midnight, but in the other two panels
2: it looks like bright as day. Yep, the lake, the water's blue and... Oh, the moon's
1: shining on the water, that's why. Oh, okay.
2: (laughs) Anyway,
0: they jump in the water and Robin obviously didn't ask what was going on because he says, what's in the river, Batman? (laughs) (laughs) Just, he jumped out because he did. (laughs) Well, if Batman jumps out a window Would you, apparently he would. Uh, Batman tells him the solution to Dry's murder is at the bottom of it, and now they're gonna go to shore with it. Uh, Batman says, we all assumed, I I guess they're, oh no, I guess he's talking to Robin here?
1: Or everybody? I don't know.
0: No, because he reveals something here that-
1: Uh Oh, that's right, it's gotta (laughs) be, they must (laughs) have just came out of the river.
0: Yeah, so, they all, he says they all assumed that it was murder, but it was not, it was suicide.
1: Dun dun dun. How does Batman know this? That- Dry was gonna die shortly of
2: an incurable mal- malady. I'm guessing he read it in the diary thing because he read the whole diary on the side of the river. He's a fast reader.
1: Yeah, I guess speed reader.
0: Anyway, so he dry used the his old flintlock pistol to kill himself. He set it up in the window behind everybody, and like wanted to use used heat to make it go off because only guns, old fashioned guns, can fire with From heat, heat? Ha- yeah
1: so was it just the sun
0: that made it go off no i think it's like a chemical or
1: uh, okay. I didn't
0: say but he sets it up he sets it up in the window so that when it fires it would fall off and it has a briefcase attached to the bottom yeah my question is what happens if someone stood up when, when the gun went off
2: i thought the same thing he set it up behind them so if somebody got up they were dead instead
0: or right. he or it fired, and he misplaced where he was and went into the wall behind him. What That's why it? I was
1: asking if the sun heated it up, because he was was he, like, waiting there? Like, oh my god, is this thing ever going to heat up and shoot me? No. Maybe. I say no, but
0: it's, It doesn't I'm, tell you.
1: It doesn't tell you, but it does show him, like, with the chemistry oh, set. wait, no. Dry killed himself with the apparatus. The sun was concentrated through the glass and set off the powder. Well, there you go. Hmm. You were right. So, the guy's waiting for the sun to heat this gun up. And kill him. Yeah. Okay. I thought I liked this story. I gotta stop going over these stories (laughs) with you
2: guys because after I read it once I'm like, oh it wasn't bad, and now I'm like, this is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) This one, I again, I still don't think it was a bad story. This one was just like all over the place. They went they went off the rails to try to make like this story and then and there really wasn't that much to it.
0: We're not done yet. (laughs) You're summing up. We're not there yet. (laughs) We're not even even getting to the reason behind all this yet. So they're reading through the journal and they get to the last place. And it says January 26, 1940. This last bit of evidence solves the greatest mystery... I've worked on, I now have undisputable proof that the Batman and Bruce Wayne are one and the same, man.
1: Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun.
0: However, since he wishes his identity to be kept secret, I shall keep his secret for him.
1: And kill myself and bury this at the bottom of the river.
0: Yeah, apparently. <laughs> now, here's this a little side tangent. I get why people use cursive, it looks like, but it's always hard to read. Why did people use it in <laughs> comics and stuff?
1: Uh, Well, guess what? It's going away because I don't think they've even taught my daughter. She's in in ninth grade, and I don't think she's
2: written in cursive yet. So I think that computers have done away with cursive. Yeah, because it's just very rare for you to ever see it because it's the things you read nowadays are typed. So there's no reason to teach it. Good because I've never
0: could been able. I could never read it even when it was commonplace. It's, yeah, it's fancy, all right. It's I can't even see half the words there.
2: <laughs> I, so, I wrote cursive my whole life, so it was mandatory. So I can read cursive. I can even read really bad cursive. I write well, cursive.
0: I can write cur- in cursive. I just don't because it's stupid.
2: It was faster.
0: Thanks so was shorthand, but you can't read shorthand. It, <laughs> it's true. I <laughs> can. <laughs> I don't know. I think Curthus is stupid, and that was the tangent that I went on, because I literally had to stop three times reading that, because I couldn't see what the words were.
1: Anyway, tangent over. It's not even that much cursive, though, to be honest with you. There's a lot of, like, separated
2: letters, and... Yeah, it's barely cursive. <laughs> yeah. Batman says that Dr-
0: Dry knew the truth for three years now. are we... Is... What did I say the date with this was?
2: January 1943.
0: And that's January 26th. Oh, yeah, I guess they did do, actually... Huh. <laughs> I'm surprised they got the date. I consider they can't even get the continuity straight time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Robin tells them that we got to go meet the others. It's midnight. Time's up. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. So Batman gets there and at the Texas meet up, and he tells everyone that he has failed. No, 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 wait. I'm sorry. We have failed. We cannot crack the case. Everybody case and they all just accept it. They're supposed to be the greatest <laughs> detectives in the world. <laughs> the one guy even says, "Righto." <laughs> <laughs> we can't solve this case. We're the greatest detectives in the world. You're right, Batman. The girl doesn't even get a lot of dialogue. Lot
1: of you don't even see her face. You just see the back of her head.
0: Yeah. It's like, yep, we're but not they... curious about this case at all. The greatest detective, we, everyone we've all <laughs> looked up to and never known, we can't solve this case. Oh,
1: well. So much for his memory. In the narration, it says, as the competing detective meet for a showdown, like they were having, like they were playing a game. Yeah. That's
2: weird. Yeah, they made it more like a competition to be really? the first one to solve it, and then nobody solved it.
1: Weird. Yeah,
0: except Batman and Robin did solve it. Yeah. That's why the title of this is
1: Lies. Close. Yeah.
0: So they go into the trophy room, and they put Dry's diary in there, and then Batman said, Since Dry kept our secret, he thinks it's only fair that we keep his and let his murder remain a mystery like he wanted it to be. Is that what the journal said? Because it didn't show it to us. Mm-mm. Oh
1: well, yeah, maybe it, it maybe
2: did, it did say that. It did say you just can't read it because it's cursive. Yeah. I like oh, that okay. there's
1: a penguin standing there next <laughs> to Batman.
0: So this journal d- does come as one of the trophies in Batman's cave when they sh- there's like a famous comic, like seven hundred and something where they show all trophies of Detective Comic. Oh really? And that is in there, and some of the other ones that we've talked about about this trophies are all
2: there. So, so the We're, Penguin trophy is in there. Yeah. Right now, yep. in 1943. Yes. When did he get it? He's fought one the Penguin like four times. That, yeah.
1: Sometimes I think Batman just picks crap up, and when he leaves, and just takes it home with him.
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying. Though, but I don't remember them. <laughs> I don't remember them ever addressing them. Bring the Penguin. We addressed it. You right. know, we ne- we never
0: talk about this, but Batman is like one of those. People who collects trophies off of dead people. He's a, mm-hmm. he's a
1: hoarder or, like, a serial killer almost. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> you know, every time he solves something, he's got to take something from it as a me- memento. He's like, there's something, like, weird about him that yeah. he needs this trophy room.
1: That is that is strange now that you say because,
0: it. Because... <laughs> That's all evidence pointing to who he is right in his mansion.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, sitting right there. It's like when Dexter kills somebody in that show, and he takes a little spot of blood and puts it between two pieces of glass and sticks it in a little case. What's he doing? What is Batman doing? Batman's a weirdo.
2: He has an eight-year-old little boy that sleeps with him. He looks like he got about three years older over the last couple... (laughs) Yeah, he is clearly bigger. He's going to hit a growth spurt.
0: It has been three years since he's debuted. (laughs) Okay, so there you go. Yeah. But wow, that was pretty good. <laughs> so He's 11. I guess, there you go. But I don't think time works like that.
1: No, I don't think so either. But
0: Because time seems to jump back and forth whenever
1: they seem necessary to do it. Yeah. Anyway, that was the
0: end of that one.
1: No, that I was... guess you want to know who was in it and stuff. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appearing in the case Batman failed to solve. Batman and Robin. Supporting characters. Commissioner Gordon makes a cameo. And it says, Dana Dry, only appearance dies. And then it says, Antagonist, Red Rip, single appearance. Other characters, I don't know why they do this. Gotham City Police Department's apparently a character. And then we got Sheriff Ezra Plunkett, single appearance. Grace Sears, single appearance. Dr. Sue, single appearance. And Sir John Bart, which I don't remember I'm even saying that guy's name, single appearance. So there
0: there have been other versions of Dana Dry throughout the Batman comics. Oh, okay that's why I thought it was he's a little more important but he's not this Dana dry oh there's other you know Dana what I'm saying yeah yeah so this guy's dead yeah this guy's dead and actually I thought Dana dry was going to be the guy who trained him how to be a detective because in later continuity he goes around the world and gets trained by all the greatest detectives yeah when it makes sense that he got tra- tra- trained by this guy since he's supposed to be the greatest detective. Yeah, I guess it would have, but... I guess not, because it doesn't mention it.
2: <laughs> and all of these people that were there were the greatest detectives at the time, and none of them trained it Because it was their only appearance, so...
0: Yeah, no, right. these, those characters should <laughs> just throw away. I know it's funny, I'm on Dana Dry's, like, character page, and under powers and Abilities it says
1: Investigation. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's super investigating powers. It, it's, yeah, that's
0: a superpower now, to yeah. be investigative in. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next story. I'm gonna—I'm not gonna lie. I think this is the worst one.
1: Yeah, actually, I thought the the last one was pretty good, but now I don't know. So maybe it'll make me like this one if we go through it.
0: This one's prescription for happiness. This is got, this is one of Lumpy's favorite kind of ones where there's a there's a message at the end for you. Who <laughs> did the, the last one, Lumpy? What's happening on the non-canon spot page?
2: Um, there's like a scientist guy mixing up some chemicals. And in the smoke rising is a whole bunch of people's faces, including Batman and Robin. That's Uh, it.
0: He's not a scientist, by the way. He's a druggist. Whatever. That's what they call it. I guess that's what a pharmacist
1: was. (laughs) I could not. You said druggist, and I was going to correct you, and I could not think of the word pharmacist for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, no, he's not. He's a (laughs) pharmaceuticalist.
0: But yeah, they call him a druggist throughout the entire story. So, but yeah. So we open up in A.B. Chalmers pharmacist established in 1899 where he just given Candy the Jughead and Archie. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, well, if Archie... <laughs> it's definitely Jughead. Yeah, I don't know if it's Archie, gross. but
2: it's definitely
0: Jughead. I just said Archie because it was, you know, it, it was, definitely looks like Jughead, so... Yeah.
1: Was that a hat See? back then? Was I think it was. Was that an honest hat? Because there's a lot of people... I've seen it in this comic a couple times already, and then Jughead wears it all the time. Is it a real, like, broken... <sighs> Piece of glass on her head, or is it a weirdo No, I think it's a crown. It's a
0: crown? I think it's like a crown kind of hat that kids wore back then. Mm. Because I've seen it a lot in this area, too. Anyway, so, this little girl shows up and tells the pharmacist, or the druggist, Dr. Chalmers, that her mom's sick, but they can't afford it, and she sobs. And then he gives her it for free, because he's such a nice guy. And, and then he some also lollipops. Get, and lollipops that look like scissors. <laughs>
1: they do look like scissors.
0: <laughs> and then a police officer walks in and says his feet are hurting. And um, he's, he's upset that he'll never get promoted. So the doctor gives him foot powder and just says, be the best you can be and someday you'll get your big chance. And the, he's all happy.
2: So get, real quick, before okay. you get too far, Jughead Hat is actually called a whoopee cap. And it was popular among boys in the 1930s and 40s. It's a. uh, It's actually you can. It's (laughs) actually just a beanie, like a like a regular hat beanie you would wear, but you it would fold up like a crown. It was a. Oh, so
0: there you go. Mystery solved. Hmm.
3: Interesting.
2: (laughs) See,
0: all you need is the internet to be the world's greatest detective. Yeah.
1: Yep. I can't wait till they implant it in our brains and we can just (laughs) think it. It's going to be great. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> so this heavyset cop is, you know, all cheerful that the doctor's been nice to him. Because he's a nice old guy he keeps doing. He even helps out this heavy set business guy? Who's worried that he's gained two pounds and that his diet isn't helping him. And that the hair restory he uses no good. So Dr. Chalmers tells him that, you know, lots of men... Lots of... Wait, where is it? I read the head... A man needs some flesh on his bones. And baldness is a sign of intelligence. Is that true?
1: Uh, I never heard that before. I mean, I guess if you want if you're trying to make a bald guy more happy, then yes. Yes. <laughs> <I guess.
2: laughs> I'm gonna say no.
0: Uh,
2: because... What's his name? Um, Albert Einstein had a full head of hair. Okay, I'm sure there were some smart bald people too. That's fine, but baldness cannot be a sign of intelligence. Oh. I, okay. I This, is, this isn't this is the hill I want to die on, so you guys can <laughs> argue it out. I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't care
0: either. I'm just saying. I just wanted to point out that's just ridiculous. But okay, whatever. Google,
2: Google says the reality is that your intelligence level has nothing to do with your propensity for hair loss.
0: Tell that to this 1940 maybe, man.
2: Maybe your
1: Google. brain gets bigger and pushes your hair follicles out. It makes you go bald. I
0: don't know. I got a pretty big head, and I got lots of hair on my head. <laughs> Anyway, so the businessman's happy. He says, lots of men are fatter than me, and nobody can deny I got brain. And Chalmers says, he's a nice fellow, but he's a bit vain. Vain as a peacock. Are peacocks vain? I never got that. Yes.
2: Thing. Very. Why? why? Why are they vain? They? Yeah. they really love their you ever, feathers. You ever met a peacock? Yeah, they're,
1: they're annoying. They run around the zoo and try yeah. to steal
2: sandwiches and stuff. They're yeah, it's because they, it. they think they're better than you. You're not allowed <laughs> to have that sandwich. It's their sandwich. That's why they're vain. And they get no problem
0: after they steal it. I was about to say. I I say the only thing I know about peacocks is that they're vicious little things. Yeah, 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 my wife is afraid of
1: them. My wife has a fear of them now because they were used to bother. So does mine. At the
2: film, she's like, "Oh no, it's a peacock!" (laughs) I'm like, "So what? (laughs) They are they are extremely brazen. They don't. They're not afraid of you. They don't care. They will. They will run right up to you and fight you with no problem."
0: Yeah, but they don't splay their feathers. For vain reasons, it's a mating thing. I think.
2: Um. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think their feather thing is more. Is the vain thing. They are. They. They do display them for like other reasons. But uh. But mainly, I think it's because they literally think they're better than you. They're not afraid of anything. Okay. Well, that was
0: this episode of Animals and Us. Back to <laughs> Batman.
2: Yes. Again, I don't
1: know enough about peacocks to, to chime into that one either. So.
2: Well, if you really want to know, I actually just read a book about peacocks, which is actually why I even am saying that. Why? Were you um, thinking about getting one so we could get involved in the podcast? <laughs> so so the funny thing is, is uh, Courtney's aunt, my wife's aunt, gave her a thing, said, you need to read this, because it reminded her of us. And this family actually rescues, uh, like, three peacocks and like the guy like is like yeah. no we don't need them but you know he starts taking care of them gets attached to them whatever but really they talk about like how nasty they kind of can be and like there, they really There don't was a care. guy
1: there was a guy on the other side of the lake from me where I live and he had a peacock. You know how loud them things are? They are extremely oh loud. Like, I'm like what is that noise? And somebody finally said it's the peacock on on Lake George. I'm like oh my god, i think so
0: loud. Yes. All right, I'm sorry that I lied about the animals and us being over, but now, now over. we're going. Now we're back to Batman. So this boxer guy, or I guess prize fighter is what they call him, comes in and he wants a tonic to make him feel better because this is his last chance. And if he loses, yeah. he's never going to get in the ring again. And I guess he's Rocky because he's got an R on his oh, on his sweatshirt. Was Rocky in 1940? Oh. Not Rocky Balboa, the actual <laughs> Rocky. Oh, Rocky Marciano or whatever. Yeah, is. Rocky Marciano.
1: I don't know exactly the year. Do you want us to look it up? <laughs> <laughs> this, guy's, I was, I was just this guy's name was Ricky. Yeah, I know. Ah, Ricky, Ricky Marciano.
0: Yeah, I know him. That's why I think it was. That <laughs> was I was wondering if it was a like an homage to Rocky Marciano. Whatever.
1: Rocky Marciano, anyway. born September first, nineteen twenty-three, died August thirty-first, nineteen sixty-nine. So
0: yeah, I guess he would have been boxing. Yeah, I guess that he would have. Yep. Alright, well, that explains that one.
2: Now, it would have been 20 Nuts. when this came out, huh?
0: Yeah. So I guess Boxing and Nuts has, you know, been done now, too. There you yep. go. Let's see. So, but Dr. Chalmers can't cheer up Rocky. He says maybe he just better quit and leave. And he can't help everybody. And then a physician, Roy Ainsley, walks in. It, all this stuff happens in two pages, by the way. Yeah. This is yeah. like panel at the... Yeah.
1: It, I mean, there's a hundred panels in these two pages.
0: Yeah, so like, this is all happening like within like two or three panels on each page. So it's mm-hmm. just like, bam, bam, bam. They're throwing a lot of characters at us right now for basically no reason. No reason. Yeah. And so Roy Ainsley, an actual doctor, or I say an actual doctor, you know, not that, I mean, I guess pharmacists aren't doctors, but whatever. <laughs> the, Roy Ainsley, a physician, comes in who is a friend of the druggist. And he's looking for his first patient, because I guess doctors wander around town back then and look for patients?
1: Yeah, they go around and they find patients and drag them into the doctor's office.
2: And he's telling Yeah, I don't know how it worked back then, so I can't can't (laughs) say. I have no idea, actually. Did you get lost?
0: No, I'm just getting all that chair noise that Muffy's going, so I can edit that out later, too. Oh,
3: okay.
0: (laughs) And then someone's phone just went off, because of course it did. Well, I'm just gonna write the time codes for this
2: stuff. We 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 heard your paper.
0: <sighs> Actually, I have not been here, and you turn pages at all.
2: Yeah, I'm doing it very slowly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that all was right. my phone last time. So. All
0: right. So yeah. So the doctor's telling the druggist because now it's getting complicated. Who's <laughs> who? That he's having trouble, and he's being a little discouraged when this. Tense, strangely tense young woman comes in and asks for one of the most dangerous chemicals. And it's a deadly poison. And then the druggist asks, what do you want it for? And she's like, what do you care? I have the money to pay for it. And she wants to commit suicide and he can't stop her.
1: Now, does he just sell this dangerous chemical, like, over the counter? I mean, apparently. Yeah, because she just walked in and asked for it. Like, if she wasn't acting like a weirdo, he probably would have gave it to her. Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I guess poison, <laughs> it is 1943. True. But you would think they would be on the lookout for Nazis and stuff and not allow that to be sold, so.
1: Well, maybe they were selling it to her to, to poison Nazis in case they showed up.
0: Well, they didn't, he didn't sell it to her. Instead, he drags her into her back office and well, says, because doctor. She, was,
1: she <laughs> was acting like a weirdo, that's why.
0: <laughs> I guess. But she drags her into, he drags dragged into her back office and says, "Here's doctor, here's your first patient. She is a his." Uh, a case of hysteria and undernourishment. And I don't know what else. also, <laughs> under-
2: prussic acid is cyanide. Oh, wow. I just looked it up and it's it's hydrogen cyanide, prussic acid.
3: Huh. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. Apparently,
0: they sold, side, they sold cyanide over the counter for some
2: reason. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I still don't
0: know what for, but they did. And uh, also, I didn't mention, this guy is running a pharmacy but we'll get to it later. But this isn't just like he doesn't just sell drugs. He sells like no, he sells he, everything. He sells yeah. like it's like a general store
1: almost. He also like yes. does small like uh, medical procedures too.
0: Yeah. So anyway, he pushes the girl off on the doctor, and we get a, the narrator tell us like Doc Chalmers is you know good guy, but his people life is gonna is about to change as. Something erupts in a nearby street corner, and these thugs, one of them named
2: Pills. Which still, like, bothered me. I don't know why, but reading this, that bothered me. Well, his name's
1: Pills? Pills because he's got all kinds of, um...
0: He's a hypochondriac.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, these thugs
0: have one of those cartoon bombs. Right. They're about, They're trying to blow up a jewelry store to get in. Because that's not going to draw attention, but <laughs> whatever. But Batman and Robin are just happen to be on the rooftop. And then they swing down, and then there's a giant fight as the bomb was lit. And, you know, they try to shoot him and stuff like that. Robin throws the bomb, but it explodes in Batman's face, and it doesn't even hurt him.
1: Well, only the the sound explodes in his face. It says boom real loud in his face, but I think the bomb explodes away from him. Plus, he yeah. pulls his cape around, so if he's got his cape in front of him, he's, he's fine. But
0: in the next panel, he's blind.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the sound, the boom sound made him blind. The boom blinded him? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you see how, see how pointy the word bubble is? It That's probably true. Got stuck in the eye with the pointy word bubble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess. And then, uh, I, didn't, I don't think I actually wrote this one down. Is Batman knocked out here? Now you can see stars. Boom. I guess he's not knocked out. I don't know, down
1: Robin's standing next to him saying Batman speak to me.
0: Yeah, but he's on his hands and his knees. Yeah, so he, he doesn't
2: he doesn't knock him out. He knocks him down and he still can't see, so, so anyway, so, yeah.
0: what we're talking about is Batman gets hit in the back of the head, and then they get in the car and run away. Yeah. And then Okay. So the pills guy is having a headache and he's worried about something's wrong, and they pass the pharmacist shop and they're like, We're gonna go in and get an aspirin. But instead of just going in and buying aspirins, well, first the doctor is hitting on the, uh,
1: his yeah, patient. Yeah, picking up that patient. Like, from the beginning, it's uncomfortable with him and that patient. Yeah, because,
0: yeah, I mean, she's strong, pretty young looking, but I'm not saying she's underage or anything,
1: but. No, but she's, she's... on the verge of, of suicide, and he's asking to take her out to dinner.
0: Yeah, and he's going to make her his, his her nerfs and stuff like that. yeah. yeah. And she's like, I can't even pay you. And he says, you can pay me by, I'll make you my nurse and I'll take it out of your wages. It's like, what? That's weird. But Dr. Chalmers hears someone come in, so he comes in. And instead of coming in and buying aspirin, they stick him up with a Tommy gun. Because that's not, that's not suspicious either.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> don't know? pay for stuff, they're criminals. They gotta go in and
0: steal it. I guess. But so they come into the back with the doctor held hostage. And they force the doctor to look at Pills. And he says he's okay, unfortunately. <laughs> and then they hold the girl hostage, and they're gonna set up shop here. Yeah, forever? And it's gonna
2: live there now? I guess. That's basically how they say it. Yeah. They're like, yep, yeah, yep, we're here now. This is our new hideout. You guys are, uh, this is it. We're just here.
1: Okay. Yeah, you can live with us now.
2: Pills,
0: yep. wants, Pills wants to stay because, you know, he's a and he got all kinds of drugs, and he's got his own personal doctor now. Yeah. Whatever. It's stupid. Meanwhile, all that happened, and Patton is still in the same spot rubbing his eye. He got a wallop from the dead end of an automatic. Uh-huh. But so now they're wandering the streets, and, oh, look, they happen to come across the same pharmacist. <laughs> and so the the thugs say, him," and then they send the doctor out, and he say Batman says, there's something in my eye. Can you get it out? He says, I guess, Batman. Why don't you just get it out yourself? <laughs> he doesn't say that, but <laughs> whatever. Why don't you just go
1: jump in the lake and wash it out like
0: you do yeah. with everything else? But Robin's more excited about old-fashioned licorice sticks, and that's gross, Robin. Licorice is disgusting.
1: Stop it. I like licorice. Especially black licorice. It's uh, I love black licorice. It. I was just eating that today, as a matter of gross. Fact. Oh, it's so good.
0: So the doctor sticks a needle on Batman's eye. Does
2: he? It looks, he looks like, he's, he does look like he's, he's, poking he's poking him in the eye. He's with definitely something. digging in his eye with something.
1: A spaghetti strand or a pin or a needle or something.
2: He got
0: yeah. it out, whatever yeah. he did. Apparently that works. And then Batman is like, uh, how much do I owe you? And the doctor says, no, it's free. It's my privilege. He doesn't try to get a signal to him or Mm-mm. anything that he's being held hostage or anything. Nothing. Meanwhile, Robin says he can make a profit off me. I want some of that licorice. And so they leave with licorice. Yeah. He's got a whole bag of it. And then, so, you know, the thugs decide to take up shop here. And they are going to they're working out there. Meanwhile... Other thugs are taking, beating up civilians on the street. They knock out some guy on the street, take his pills. They take medicine away from a child that his dad needs.
1: Hey, why they are they break-
0: taking all the stuff that they have at the pharmacy? Oh, was- in, their, in their new base camp. I yeah. know why.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Okay. So they break into this one guy's house to steal a tube of shaving cream and shoot yeah. him. I think they kill him. So... They don't really explain it too well. They do tell you later, but I'll just tell you now. So, the guy in the pharmacy is putting notes of what he wants his crew to do in these items. And so his crew on the outside... Oh, outs, that's right. The crew on the right. outside has got to steal the stuff off of the people who have bought it in order to get to their next instructions.
2: Oh, God. I, I remember that now. That's So, when they're actually things. running the pharmacy
1: and selling stuff to people while all this is going on? Yes. Okay. But
2: meanwhile,
0: back at Wayne Manor, they're just you know mysterious crime
1: waves claims
0: East Side victims. They're reading it in a newspaper as they always do with that because they can't seem they can't seem to stumble figure out any crimes unless they stumble upon them. And the one right. time they do stumble upon a crime, they don't realize it's happening. So I guess it's got to be
1: in their face. But now, uh, Bruce does realize that the druggist was nervous. Yeah. Now, it's like, yeah. A, two days later. Yeah. So good job, he's, good job, Batman. He's
0: the world's greatest detective. <laughs> so he gets he's going back to the drug the drug the pharmacy as Batman. He tells Robin to stay behind because he's got a sixth sense of these things. He's like, I am gonna get in trouble, I'm gonna need you to come save me. Yeah,
1: he pretty much tells him this is what's gonna happen, so get ready.
0: So yeah. He he says he says just in case, but we all know that's where it's headed. Yeah. So Batman goes to the pharmacist and he and The druggist says, you can't go back there, and then he does go back there, and then he gets chloroformed and knocked out. Does that count as a knockout? Yeah, he's unconscious. I agree. That is Batman knockout number 42. Wow. And so now they have Batman tied up, too. They're just collecting hostages at this point. They're not (laughs) shooting anybody. I don't know what their plan is.
1: The plan is we're gonna stay here and see how many people we can kidnap and put in. Yeah, the are we gonna live here forever?
2: <laughs> are they gonna order well, like and pizza and stuff to
1: to feed everybody? Or
2: they're gonna kill Batman after they make sure that his little brat's not snooping around.
1: Ah, uh, so they know about the little brat too. Well, they just got in a fight with him last night. <laughs> yeah, no, but did they know that the, the little brat's gonna come try to save Batman? I guess they do. Apparently, they do. I mean, he
0: always does. <sighs> anyway, so. Batman tells him that he's the, the bad guy's too smart for his own good after he tells him what he's been doing, and he's not. He's not that smart at all. It's a stupid no, it's, plan. It's,
1: it's really a dumb plan. Uh-huh.
0: But, you know, Dick's at home and he can't sleep. He's worried about Batman. And then when morning comes, he's dressed as a newspaper boy for some reason.
1: <laughs> but, but Batman said, I'm going to get in trouble. I need you to go save me. So then Robin went to bed? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> But he's gonna to go to that drugstore now,
0: and he does, and he begs the pharmacist for a job, and he gets a job as a soda vendor. What? Yep, a, parent I parent use a, soda a boy fountain.
2: at the soda fountain in the
1: pharmacy.
0: But he's, he's gotta stay out of the back room. If you got, if, if you're being held hostage, you're trying your best to not tell anybody, and you're gonna hire some kid off the street. Yeah, just don't go back there.
2: Right. He'll never figure it out. The kid said, "Please." Kid said, "Please." I don't know what I'll do if I don't work here.
0: And then the kid. Goes in the back because, of course, he does. Even if it wasn't Robin, you would like, yeah. What's he got back there? <laughs> so he runs into the uh, gangsters, and they're like, "This kid won't tell anybody. Just go put go back into your soda vendor thing." And so Robin trips over a basket full of tub- toothpaste. tubes, toothpaste, tubs, toothpaste cream, tubes, cream, whatever. It is. <laughs> Batman is literally two feet from it the entire time yeah he's been there for hours at this point he couldn't figure out how to do this himself if this was the plan no (laughs) (sighs) anyway he gets one of the toothpastes and tubes and tries to cut it with the jagged edges
1: of i guess the lid no, I was thinking maybe the edge of the toothpaste because they're probably made out of like aluminum at that point, right?
0: Yeah, but even that went and
1: cut ropes. Well, maybe they tied them with like a, a necktie or something.
2: <laughs> well, do you think? Do you think it's one of those like aluminum tubes? Are you not paying attention? <laughs> I was reading. <laughs> I was reading to try to find out. I,
1: I just said Jay. I think toothpaste tubes were probably like aluminum back
2: then. I mean, and if you fold the edges of the aluminum tubes, they do get sharp.
1: Yeah.
0: Even if it was that, again, it's it's been there for hours.
2: He couldn't just accidentally kick it over and say, oops. Yeah. I mean, maybe he didn't even know it was in there until Robin knocked it over. How could you not know that's overflowing? It also says it on the side of the basket, <laughs> it says, toothpaste. It <laughs> also—that's how I know it was toothpaste because that's—I was zooming in while you were talking. I'm like, it definitely says toothpaste tubes. So yeah. I'm wondering if they were aluminum. It doesn't really matter. This, and did, we, they save, this. did they save?
1: Did they save toothpaste tubes and like refill them or something? <laughs> I don't I'll, know. I'll, it I'm just weirded out by this. It <laughs> says
2: toothpaste tubes. Three hours later, but, we're
1: still on this stupid story, Show I was
2: going to say, in it's Batman. He could have cut it with a rope, with a fiber from the rug, okay? Is it really well, even... Well, again, why doesn't he have a sharp object
1: in his uh, utility belt in the back part where he can grab no, it and cut it, the rug?
2: it's... And- and he does. He just didn't use it, okay? He used the toothpaste
0: tube. But that just begs the question, did he want Robin to come and save him? Is that what this whole thing is? He, oh I'm He did get... say it. He did say it when he was leaving. It's... Robin, come save me. Robin, come save me from these thugs. They won't kill you at all. <laughs> so it's just stupid how they plan out how they're going to escape. Yeah. Anyway, Rocky, my VX shows back up. Oh, wait, That's The Rock. Yeah, that's The Rock. the boxer shows back up and yeah and the druggist gives him the tonic that he wants but it's just tonic water soda water and but it's you know a placebo and he thinks he's gonna be able to do it then the cop shows back up and the pharmacist his feet are hurting again and the pharmacist tells him hey just stick around for a bit
1: i'll solve your problem
0: yeah and then Robin thinks that tipping over the basket of tubes was the only thing he could think of, because this is
3: stupid. Okay.
2: I I say, you're going into some serious detail here on, um, on some stuff that I... Because I'm also
0: trying to figure out what's happening at the same time. <laughs> I said, I read this one today and forgot
1: about it. That's how yeah, bad
0: it was. I, I'm having trouble keep, yeah. keeping up with what's going on, so that's why I'm going into detail on certain panels as I'm so reading the- so I the pharmacist,
2: the, the pharmacist basically starts to fix some of his patients that have come in to try to basically build an army right now. So he gives the one guy Ricky the stuff to make him stronger, so that he's going to beat some of these thugs up, and it's he keeps the, cop, the around. cop around, yeah, to help out. Well,
1: yeah, but I'm
0: trying
2: Batman to figure out. Batman gets himself free.
0: Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out what this is happening in this panel. Why is this panel here?
2: What the poker game? Punch panel.
0: Yeah,
1: they're just. I think they're just playing poker. Okay. Oh man, whatever. So because yeah. in the background, Batman at least at last has cut through the knot while they're talking. Oh,
0: okay. That's what's yeah, going on. yeah. All right. Yeah. So Batman gets free, and then he starts attacking, and then there's a giant fight that spills out into the pharmacy itself, and then a midget walks in and gets hit with a giant bottle. Not okay. Mm-mm. Oh, is that that? Businessman from earlier? I don't know.
1: That was not okay. Just <laughs> that, so you know. Yeah, that's a sizest it's remark, not just so okay. you know. Yeah, you can't yes. say midget.
2: It is an old, short, fat guy, though. And he gets hit. Is it a milk chug?
1: I don't know. It looks like Robin's throwing fish bowls full of th- soda at people or something. I
2: don't yes, know. Yes, he definitely much. is doing that.
0: Is, is it that that guy is small or is that just a novelty big thing? I don't There's know. There's real hit with him. those
1: big, giant
2: bowls. But the, oh in the that's the one before. He hits those guys with, like, soda bubbles. Oh, that guy. I see him. And then in the next panel, the weird thing is they draw him like he's short, but he takes up the whole door frame. does it matter. No, it doesn't. We've been saying that a lot,
0: lot this episode. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the boxhead does some things. The cops do some things. Batman throws a guy through a window, punches another guy, and... He, the cop's happy that they took down the thugs because now he's going to get his promotion. The whole thing behind him is he's a patrol guy and he walks and he wants to get promoted so he can have a car. So he doesn't have to walk because he's a big fat guy. He's got bad feet.
1: Yeah, he's got bad feet.
0: Meanwhile, everyone's all happy. The cop's going to get his promotion. The the guy who was bald has hair growing in. The, doc, the creepy doctor is going to marry the hysterical woman. Everybody but Doc Chalmers. His place has been destroyed. But... Batman goes and tells the people that Doc Chalmers helps everybody, so now you gotta help him, so I guess I throw him a parade.
1: Yeah, and they all make signs about what Doc did for them.
0: Yep. And then he comes home, Doc Chalmers has got a new pharmacy with a neon sign because he's one of the neon signs throughout this whole thing too. Yeah. And this is where we find out that the doctor and the lady's gonna get married, and then he says, this is all because of Batman and Robin, and then Dick asks Bruce, does he know them too? And then it finally ends. painless, Painfully
1: ends. Appearing that in was, this one, Batman and Robin. Rough. <laughs> Batman and Robin were the feature characters. Supporting characters, Mary Miller, A.B. Doc Chalmers, Patrolman Patton, One Round Ricky, Roy Ainsley, all single appearances. The antagonists, Pills Matson, Varney and Pinky, all single appearances. Other characters, Alphonse Gibbs and Joe. Both single appearances. (laughs) I think that's the
0: problem with this issue
1: of Batman. There's just so
0: many introduced characters that are superfluous to all the stories. That are pointless in the continuity. Right? Why do we need all these characters? You could have told that story without them. The cop, the boxer, all those characters are are in it for like three panels. There's
1: no point to them.
2: It's... Like And they they did so much work to introduce every single one. It's
1: hard to keep up. You're going to give me a backstory on everybody, and I don't ever see them again.
2: Yeah, it, it was too much. That one was really rough.
0: And all the tell about the stupid pharmacist that we're never going to see again. Just right. to say, oh, pharmacists, this pharmacist is pretty much... As we've learned in that is nothing more than a drug dealer.
1: Yeah, or giving shit away too. He wasn't even charging right. people. He's
0: given. he sells cyanide, so <laughs> whatever. Let's go on to Well, I'm just gonna say the title and you can judge for yourself how this one's <laughs> gonna play out here. <laughs> uh, this one's called swastika over at White House.
2: <laughs> this but, was my this was my least favorite.
0: Really? After that last yeah. one?
2: Yeah. That well, last one was tough. The, the last one, when I read it, wasn't as bad as us going over it. That happens to me
1: all the time. Like, when I'm done, <laughs> I'm like, I liked all these. And then you guys poop all over them. And then I'm like, oh, apparently I didn't like them anymore.
2: <laughs> when we, but, like, and I usually, I don't feel, that one, when we broke that down, and as we went through, I just started to lose it. Like, it, this it is really, really bad. Like, we're breaking this down for nothing. This I is really blessed. worthless. I must have worthless.
1: I must have blasted through that one, because while you was reading it, I'm like, I don't remember any of this crap happening.
2: And I remember reading it, but I knew, like, okay, well, this is worthless, and I guess when I kept going through, I didn't need all that. So when I yeah, read it, it for myself, attention. I was able to cut stuff out. Yeah. So.
0: Uh, to be fair, anyway. you know, I, I was going through panel by panel, because I was just, I forgot most of the story, and I was reading as I was going through it, so... it was, was And it was bad.
2: Yeah. It was, I was very bad.
0: That was buying myself some time here but anyway yeah swastika over the white house Who did the last
1: one i don't know why don't you just go over to he did the page? last one i'll do this one um we got a yellow splash page with a swastika on it in the middle of the swastika we have a guy with a monocle just his head in the center of the swastika yeah, and stereotyp- then stereotypical evil german yeah 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 and then um on the left is a guy with a ca- old-timey video camera the bottom is a guy with a tommy gun shooting at Batman and Robin swinging in from the right-hand side.
0: Yeah, and that's all canon, too, by the way.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. The giant <laughs> swastika with the head in the middle of it and everything. <laughs> yeah, he turns into it like a spider with a swastika legs. Yes. <laughs> we don't have right. a lot of giants in this one. No, no giants. Yeah. We got a lot of separate heads, though. Yeah, a lot of just uh, heads on their
0: own all by themselves. So, this one opens up with... A cameraman trying to get a job at a newspaper with this, at a newspaper, uh, Gotham City Newsreel offices. And it very much felt like Peter Parker and J. Jonah Jameson <laughs> well,
1: c Well, because the guy sends him to get an impossible picture where he knows he's going to get killed for doing it.
0: Right. And that's exactly what happens. He says, if you want a job, you got to go to this millionaire's birthday party and get pictures of that. Yeah. And then he's like, the- he won't be pestering me again. Ha 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 evil editor. Because I guess editors were evil back then.
1: Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson.
0: Well, he comes out all excited. Hell, he's gonna get a job. But the two two older uh, newspaper guys are like, yeah, you're not gonna get that job. He, No one can get into old man Morton's thing. But you know what? You seem like a good guy. We'll help you get in and get your job. And so they... I, I thought at first he was, like, inside a statue. It's, like, supposed to be, like, I, a
1: gift. Is your birthday present.
0: It's just, it's really weird. It's, he's wrapped up, like, in a bow tie under, like, a sheet. But the way yeah. to carry him seems impossible.
1: It seems like he's heavy and he would
2: fall off the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking, like, is he on, like, some kind of platform? Are they carrying a platform?
1: I don't I, know. That's Well, the camera's set up on something, too. So, yeah, I think he was, like, standing on a piece of plywood or something.
0: I guess, because it looked weird. Anyway, the, the butler thinks it's uh, another statue for the, the master's collection. They come in and they open it up and it's the guy with the newsreel camera. And he's like, guard, smash that camera. Get him out of here because he doesn't like photographers for some reason. Yeah. And so they all, the two newspaper guys and the photographer run out, get in the car, go back to the office. And get give the editor the pictures, and now the, he has to hire him, because that's how that works,
1: I guess. Yeah, well, he seemed like such a nice guy, so then why not help him get a job, you know?
0: Right. And then they let the two newspaper guys, apparently, are living together, so they let him share his apart their apartment, too.
1: Yeah, we got you a job, now you can move in with us. <laughs> we don't know you or anything, but come on, move Yeah,
0: on. you can move in. And then... Oh no, the twist. He's done it, the newspaper guy. He's tricked those stupid Americans, and the leader will be pleased. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, he's hes uh, he, doesn't
0: say, he doesn't say that exactly. But, you know.
1: his, his name was Fred Hopper, but his real name is Fritz Hoffner. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so he goes to an antique shop. No propaganda here at all. No. no. <laughs> Zero propaganda.
0: None at all. Anyway, he goes to an antique shop, but this old guy is like yeah, he got good news, and he's like, "Don't question me, cause I'm evil." And they go in the back room, <laughs> and this not the Nazi guy from the non splash page cover, what that who was just the head, the leader, yeah, an of office, and he's got a swastika for us chandelier, <laughs> chandelier, There's a
1: swastika with lights on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, this is be- It's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, this is where we learned that his name's Fritz and that.
1: His name's. The other guy's Heinrich.
0: Yeah. I guess they're like wartime. He just got hired as a wartime cameraman, newsreel cameraman or something.
1: He's supposed to find secrets about, yeah.
0: Right. And so they when he takes pictures of places they usually censor the film but they're putting a smaller camera instead of the big camera so that it won't they can have the uncensored
1: film stupid America will fall for anything
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much and then they're like pointing out different areas because I guess the newspaper man could decide where he's gonna the cameraman can decide where he's gonna go I don't know
1: uh,
3: Yeah.
0: And, I don't know. and then they got a picture of Hitler over top of a picture of the White House and they yeah, we, get yeah. a, we get a cartoon it, picture yes. of Hitler
1: Yeah. He, well Hitler's gonna take over the White House yeah, and then they hail Hitler. They even say, when our task is finished, the White House shall be Hitler's headquarters in America. Yep. And then, but, they're like, we still got a problem in Gotham. There's one
0: dangerous figure that you have to watch out for. And Fritz is like, tell me who to kill. You ha- He's called the Batman. And Fritz is like, I've heard of him. I'll go get rid of him.
1: Yeah. Now we know he's a Nazi spy. As if the last six panels didn't tell us that.
0: <laughs> But the narrator does after that, so. I know. The next day, he's watching the films films of the other guys he lives with about Batman and Robin. And they walk in on him and says, hey, I, why are you watching those films? And he's like, because I'm a really big fan Batman and Robin. <laughs> and they're like, this is your lucky day. He's coming today to uh, take pictures for the war bond campaign. Of course he is. He's got to put it in the commercials.
2: War bonds and stamps.
0: Yep. And then he's like, ha I'm going to go call the leader and tell him there. And he's just like, you're going to, and then the leader tells him over the phone, you're going to get the Iron Cross for, uh, uh, for disinformation, Fritz, or whatever his name was. But yeah, Fritz. And, but he, and he's going to send his most dependable assassin to take care of Batman and Robin. That afternoon, a famous pair prepares to aid the nation's war effort. <laughs> I just want to get the, you know, propaganda in
2: there.
1: Yeah, get so a nice feel in there. Ugh. They introduced
2: so Fritz. Batman. Yeah, go ahead, Batman. What? Well, I don't. I don't want to jump ahead. I was going to where Batman and Robin are showing off their morning stretch routine.
3: All right, hold on. <laughs> That's
0: how and they the, keep trim. The newspaper guys introduce Batman and Robin to their most. They're one of their most ardent fans, Fritz, or what was his name, Fred Hopper.
1: Fred Hopper. Fred
2: Hopper.
0: Yes. And so, yeah, you want to describe what their stretching routine is there? Because they 'cause they're showing off the stretching routine. They're showing off the stretching routine. <laughs> they, stretch routine for this what they're gonna be doing for what they're gonna. Go ahead.
2: Robin and I do this every morning to keep trim. And Robin puts his hands on uh Batman's hands and does a handstand above Batman. Yeah. But and that's it. like out on the streets for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a street show
0: today. But and this doesn't make no sense. The guy drives up with a gun, and it looks like he shoots at Batman. He does. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't hit him.
1: No. And then Batman he's chucks the, Robin. He, he's a tra- trained assassin.
0: Yeah. And then Batman chucks Robin up, and gets. he catches telephone wires.
1: And <laughs> he then, throws him all the way up to the telephone wires. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Am I crazy? Don't they electrocute him? Not telephone wires. No? No, I, I mean...
2: Yeah, telephone wires don't carry... I mean, listen. Could you get shocked? Probably, but it wouldn't like you like that. Yeah, it ain't gonna. Kill it's you. a very small carrot for te- telephone. Well, anyway, even the
0: creators of this comic knew that the panels were all messed up on this because they numbered them and give yeah.
2: you arrows to where you need well, to go next.
1: Thank God, because I would have never found where I was supposed to be.
2: The problem is, I still read it out of order, and then afterwards was like. Damn it! I read it. Yeah, of I bars. did too. I went one, two, four, five. <laughs> same here. Same exact thing.
0: I went one, two, four, five, and I was like, "Oh, that's." I was like, "How did Robin get on that car?" And I was like, "Oh, that's why." Yeah. So Batman lunges at the assassin, and then Robin lands on the roof, grabs the steering wheel, and crashes the car into a fire hydrant. Mm-hmm. And then Batman and knocks the two thugs out, dunks them on their higher fire hydrant, and. S- Save day, I guess? I
1: Whatever. don't know, but um, they say V-surrender. V-surrender.
0: Well, they're chairman.
2: Yeah, I know. They, they do Comrade, the V-surrender.
0: So now the news ma- pa- news real men. I don't know what they're freaking called. Uh, they're at a shipyard, and then for on some reason, go ahead. On top, a top of a car. They're on top
1: of a car, for some reason.
0: Yeah, they're on top of a car, recording a ship. And then they get on top of, two of them get on top of a beam High up, hanging from a crane for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they would do that, but I mean, maybe they, they say they, get,
2: they say they get different shots, but that yeah, like better angles and stuff. But, but that's pretty
1: dangerous. Seems like not a smart thing to do.
0: Nope, and it's not because Fritz decides, hey, this is my chance to get rid of one of them, so they can't blow my cover just in case, and pushes them off.
1: Yeah, and he also loses his camera that he has a special small camera in there, so that was dumb yeah. too.
0: And then Batman just happens to be there, swings in and saves the guy that got pushed off. And I guess he didn't feel, feel getting pushed because he says, I must have fell. And thank God Batman was here. And then Fritz dis- deduces that their sh- Batman must be sh- shadowing them, that they must be suspicious.
2: Right, he must have caught on.
0: And so they go back and, you know, give the editor the film. He takes this... Stupid little camera that is somehow not smashed up at the phone from that height. Right. And he starts showing his leader the different things he's been recording, the ships and stuff. And they settle on, they're going to blow up some gasoline tanks.
1: And airplane factory?
0: Yeah, but I think that they were just showing on the airplane factory. Oh, okay. But, they, but they're going to actually blow up the gasoline tanks. Yeah, because the they're
2: high-test gasoline.
0: Meanwhile, Bruce has explained to Dick that they've been, you know keeping an eye on all the places the newspaper guys have been because only one of them would know uh, where they were the day they were almost killed. So he's suspicious about someone in there. That night, they get into the Batmobile and go... I don't know how they know. I guess they just happened to pick that one place where the fuel tanks are that night.
1: Yeah, they just decided.
0: Idiot Fritz is there. Why didn't they just let the... They sent some goons there just in case Batman and Robin showed up.
1: He just blew your cover. Yeah, that didn't make sense. I guess he was done. He's like, I got your footage. We don't need to pretend anymore.
2: Yeah, I already did my job, so now it doesn't matter if I blow my cover. Because okay. I'm going to blow this place up anyway. So, Well, anyway,
0: these Nazis are pretty strong because they managed to overpower Batman and Robin and knock them both out.
1: In one panel. Like, Batman and Robin show up and get beat up.
0: Yep. Batman gets knocked out for the 43rd time, Robin for the 28th time. (laughs) They get tied up and put into a car, which they set on fire, and they're going to drive it in, I guess they put a brick or something on the pedal, because they're going to drive it into the tanks and blow everything up.
1: Right. And it's just a car, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. as far as I can tell, unless there's like bombs inside it or something. No, it's just a car.
0: Because Bat- Robin says those gadgets on the dashboard, Batman, tried pushing them. Oh, why doesn't yeah. why doesn't he just...
1: Maybe it's a German foot? car.
0: Possibly. But <laughs> may- why doesn't he just take his foot and push the steering wheel
1: so it
2: turns?
1: True, true.
2: Yeah, which he kind of does. And it's confused. weird because
1: they switch sides a couple times, Batman and Robin. Like, I don't know how... They're on one side. Oh, no, they're not. Okay, Batman's just leaning ahead of him. I thought he was on the other side
2: of him. Chewing yeah. on his ropes.
0: Yeah, Batman headbutts Dashboard for some reason, and then decides to... Wait, no, he grabs a cigarette lighter out of it. Out, to burn yeah. the, ropes. Burns, and the then ropes. burns the ropes. And I guess Robin managed to turn the steering wheel that he couldn't just do. He could have turned it with his head.
1: Yeah, yeah. Batman could have yeah, yeah. it
0: Batman could have turned it with his elbow. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. Anyway, the car blows up, but then the Germans show up and the car is just fine.
1: Yeah, and it didn't blow up next to the fuel tank? Or it did? or Oh, well, that's it, when they it, turned it. Okay. It
0: turned it away and it blew up into some logs. But they're like, we found it on our mission, but Batman and Robin have been defeated. But you're still there. You think Batman and Robin said, finish the job.
1: Yeah, go blow that shit up now. Right. Yeah.
0: But anyway, Batman takes a cue out of Dr. Sue from earlier and... Let's them go back to their leader and follows them.
1: They <laughs> just learned that.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently. And they go back to the antique shop, and they're they're reporting to say that Batman's dead, but Batman and Robin run and say, present, and then Robin throws a clock at one guy. Mm-hmm. Batman billy clubs another guy. Then they break into the leader's room and start swinging from the Nazi swastika chandelier. Yeah, and it says, saved
1: by a swastika. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then Robin says, never thought I'd have any use for the Nazi swastika, but I've changed my mind.
1: Huh. They start breaking they, pieces of it off. I they say, they broke pieces it. off. Yeah. Well, they broke pieces off, and then they go back to it, and it's not broken or something. No, it, okay. It must have spun around.
0: Yeah. So they're spinning on the chandelier this whole time, kicking these guys in the face yeah. as pieces fall off, and then finally the chandelier falls on top of them.
1: And hits everybody.
0: And hits everybody.
1: and Except Batman and Robin.
0: Yep. Yeah. And the day is saved. Because a few days later, a newsreel guy is telling him how Batman and Robin caught the swastika guys. This, they got the plans for how they did it. And that the two guys earlier, who are responsible for this whole mess, they got this guy hired, gave him information that he needed, gave him the information on Batman and Robin, where he was, get credit for it, and they're the heroes.
1: They're the heroes, yeah. The end. Now, the end. I didn't hate that one. I thought that one was okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I thought it was hilarious.
0: Yeah, it was. The
1: yeah, the the whole uh, Nazi propaganda was funny, and um, the the fact that the Hitler was in it was funny.
2: So <laughs> uh, this says, uh, yeah, we but see, we reviewed that one a lot better. Faster. We didn't rip that. Well, yeah, we we did it yeah. faster and didn't rip it apart panel by panel. Like the the one before, I actually thought was better than this. But when we went through panel by panel, I was like, this <laughs> is way too much information.
1: But. No, this was straightforward. Not a lot was happening. In yeah, it life. it wasn't so convoluted as the last two. Like, it wasn't like crazy things happening for no reason.
2: Yeah. yeah. I guess I just didn't like the propaganda part of it. So see, much I, think, I like that. So, I
1: like to see what they're thinking back then, you know? Nah.
0: It's always fun to watch. Not-
2: that was a that book falling. That wasn't me. That was, a, that was a book. I kicked a book.
0: I was only going to say, it's always fun watching Nazis get punched in the
1: face. Yes. <laughs> so we got featured characters, Batman and Robin. Supporting characters, Mr. McCoy, Matt Carson, Tom Starr, and J. Peerless Morton, all single appearances. Antagonists, Nazi spies, Fritz Hoffner, Count Felix, and Heinrich. <laughs> and then it says other characters, and it says Adolf Hitler, but in a photograph only. Now what And all only clicked? appearances? What if I click Adolf Hitler? Is he actually a character in DC Comics? Oh, yeah, he is. Look at that. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? Right. There's there's some um, from, what is it? New Earth. New Earth, Adolf Hitler's there, so.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it.
0: All right. On to the last story. Bargains and banditry. Lumpy, what's happening on this 910 and splash page?
2: The penguin is shooting through the window that Batman just came in. With his umbrella. I, I'm guessing they're in the penguins-like lair. There's a is, penguin picture on the wall, a penguin right. on the table.
1: There's penguins on the the curtains.
2: <laughs> yeah, the curtains do. That's actually pretty neat. Uh, <laughs> and a bucket full of umbrellas. So, I'm, I'm, now, Batman and Robin are coming in through the window.
1: The penguin that's on the table statue thing, is that the one that's at the, uh, the trophy room?
2: I don't sure, think it. so, because that one it looks is small. Like and the one in the trophy room is bigger. I'm
1: is sure it?
0: the penguin has a thousand of this. Right, he, he does. just has penguin yes. statues
1: everywhere, you're right. The pe- there's a penguin rug, too, on the floor. Yes.
0: I just, this is the most, like, detailed one of these flash pages. Even it's weird, simple- too,
1: because it doesn't have the little square at the bottom. It's got, like, a whole...
0: All of them had that, this issue.
1: Today, I didn't even notice. Oh, no, yeah. no, you're wrong. The one with the Nazis has the little square at the bottom. Yeah, the little square on that one. Oh, I'm not going back, but... That that looked odd to me for some reason. And again, we had the whole story.
0: Yeah, that one happened to have the whole story. Yeah. Yeah, but the second story didn't have that little corner one.
1: Oh, okay. First one didn't either.
0: And the first one didn't either. Yeah, it was just a Nazi one. So you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I was wrong. <laughs> I'm trying to get back to the Penguin story. Yeah.
2: Bargains in books. Prices slashed one-third. You oh, know what?
0: no what, Uncle Chris? You're wrong.
2: Uh-oh, because this one doesn't have
0: a full page. The panel is just all a giant one panel underneath. That's that's it. what I meant.
1: This is different because it's got the whole
0: big
2: a panel whole big it. panel underneath. Looks weird.
0: I thought you meant square.
1: the. I thought you thought the meant the splash page was the whole page. No, no, no. The, the other ones are except for that little square on the bottom. This one has a weird. Right. Okay. Well, that's because that. No, I was gonna say uh, maybe I'm wrong.
0: I thought Bill Bob Kane penciled that prescription one, but no, he did. I'm he did, but it was the Nazi one that had the square. It's weird yeah. how they just decided to do
1: it. Yeah, that's strange. Well, I guess I want to show all the signs that he was just reading: cut rate clothes, bargain books. I guess. Anyway, we open with the with
0: Penguin back in town. He's got a new plan, and prices are slashed by one third. By the way, yeah. So. Penguin goes to a print and underworld printing service. I don't know why that's a thing, but okay. <laughs> well,
1: where else are the bad guys going to get their flyers
0: printed out?
2: I like the guy has like an eye patch. He's like a big, like gruff looking dude. Yeah. Gonna...
0: Anyway, he hires some thugs to put up these flyers in all the underground establishments, <laughs> like the Hideaway Haven and Butch's back Room and Knife kn- Knife noodler's Boarding House, and then the guys. The people are seeing this flyer, and what is it? It's bargains of crime. The pat, the penguin is giving out blueprints and job like explanation on how to do certain jobs. You can get a bank robbery for a thousand dollars, a jewelry store for a thousand dollars, because like like we said before, jewels are the big things. So they gotta deal. be like the big top one. Yeah, private mansions, yacht piracies museums libraries and etc are all 750 dollars and then you get rates for getting more than one so forth and so forth
1: mm-hmm. special deals and stuff
0: and so one of the groups show up and the penguins place in and wants a first class bank job and penguins like okay here here you go here's the blueprints he gets a thousand dollars and goes like to are playing darts with a a dartboard that has Batman's face well, on it. Well,
1: he lets them know. Don't forget, I'll be coming around to collect a percentage of the loot, too, after the after the job's done. Right. Yeah.
0: And then that afternoon, the thugs show up at the bank. Uh, they, they pretend they want to be customers that want to deposit a million dollars. So, the uh, guard takes them back to the bank manager. Do they just... Can you just do that? Going on and say I want to deposit a million dollars and they just take you into the back?
1: And in oh. the 1940s, a million dollars is a lot of money,
0: isn't it? That's what I mean. But what you want to verify that these people
2: have a million dollars. Right. Well, that's why they take you in the back so they can yeah, it. I verify that they're not going to do it right there in the lobby. You're right about well, that.
0: No, but like, would you automatically
2: take it to like the,
0: the guy's office, the head banker or whatever?
2: Probably with that amount of money cuz like even I've gone into like open up an account and like they do kind of in in certain banks they will take you into like an office
1: they give you a free toaster
2: like it's not all like like TD banks not a not a bank like normal banks where you walk in and they got 40 tables for like people to go sit at right that's not m- like a normal bank actually has like an office where you'd go in the back
1: i've actually seen banks where the the safe is wide open too when you walk
2: in Yes, yes, yeah, you're weird. absolutely right.
0: I don't know, I just thought it was weird, but, you know, time... You don't get hard. out
2: much, TJ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't spend a lot of time at banks, that's for sure. <laughs> anyway, they got in the back room, left by himself, so they blackjack the head guy, and then one by one, they summon in the employees and knock them out with gas, and then they go into the bank, following the, the penguins' directions... And take their time stealing it. They walk out, tell the guard to have a lovely day, and better go back home. And when they get there, the penguin's waiting. And then he says, and then he shoots him, and saying and he's taking his percentage, <laughs> which is 100%. And he kills them, takes the yep. money, and gets in a cab and goes home.
1: The penguin murders him and takes him, I don't know, they said at least half a million already.
0: Yeah, so. All right, meanwhile, Bruce and Dick just happen to be passing by the bank.
1: Well, he wants to get him a few more thousand in war bonds, Bruce does. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yes. He
0: but he just happens to be going to that bank.
1: Yeah. Well, what's there, one bank in Gotham, I guess? It's a big city. It's <laughs> the bank of Gotham. Yeah. Gotham Bank.
0: That's not actually what the bank's called. Call what, it, what was, the was bank's it? called, hold on, I gotta go back up to it. Uh, Chestnut Street Bank.
2: Of Gotham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a big sign that says, this is the only bank in Gotham. Yeah. Bank here. <laughs>
1: no more banks for 50 miles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dick smells gas. And he's like, well, something's wrong here. And they go in. Bruce sees, hey, the penguins plunderer plan. Because they, I guess they just left the plans behind. Stupid thugs. It doesn't seem like a very
1: smart thing to Until do. It, we're done with this. Just throw it over there. Who cares? We don't need that anymore. We're done.
0: So Bruce wakes up the, the head bank. I don't know what they're called. The president? Yeah, manager?
2: I don't know. I have no idea. Bank Ban- manager? Banky manager. Bankerson. Anyway, yes. so
0: they wake up everyone, and Bruce tells them to describe them. Why does he tell him, Bruce? Why don't they call him the cops?
2: Y- you know, I didn't understand that. Bruce is like, describe them. Bruce, why am I describing them to you? Yeah, i mean, like, who the hell oh, are Bruce? you? Bruce, I'm
1: <laughs> going to describe them to some rich guy? Get out of here. Call the cops. Exactly. Anyway,
0: at home, they... Bruce deduces that the penguin's behind the murders of the guys who robbed the bank, and he's Batman, so of course he's right, (laughs) and they're going to go out and hunt the penguin, I guess.
1: Oh, because the penguin's name is on the, the bank, the flyer, right?
0: Yeah, but they're just going out and flying around until they see him. Yeah, you just look out the window. Oh, there he goes. Because that's essentially what happens. They get in their <laughs> plane, they just fly around, and they see some people robbing a jewelry store. And so, Batman and Robin attack the guys robbing a jewelry store. And So, I've seen this a couple times on this. On the light bulbs, there's an arrow. What is the arrow for? One way. Is it a one way sign?
1: I have no idea. That's my guess.
2: Uh, I would say it's a good guess. I don't know, but I would guess that it's it's point in the direction the street goes.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's just a
0: white arrow. I think no it's words to, on.
1: to tell Batman where Penguin is. Oh, Penguin's that man. way.
2: <laughs> Penguin is over here.
0: <laughs> anyway, they beat up the jewelers, but the head guy reads the thing, and Penguin's even got details in case they're attacked. It's not very good. but So he throws, like, a gas grenade or something, tear gas grenade? Mm-hmm. And he gets away with the loot. It what? Wa- <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> Because, again, Batman uses Sue's trick the third time in this and comic.
1: F- follows him again. Yeah, he learned. He just learned this.
0: Eh, he ties up the other two jewel robbers. They get in their plane, and then the homeless people say "Say they ought to pre- be a oh, law to protect our piracy <laughs> for some reason. Because a respectable hobo can't get peace and quiet no more. do say that. <laughs> I don't know what that was about, but okay. I,
2: yeah, I, that was weird when I read that. I'm like, why even bother to put that in?
0: Anyway, so they get in the plane and they follow the car because they're on a plane and he's in a car. Yeah,
1: it's easy.
0: They, he goes up to his apartment and Penguin's waiting for him. And the Joltie's like, "Well, all the other guys are gone. I don't have to cut split it with them. So I guess I'll take you out too, Penguin. So I won't split it with you." And he's like, "Oh, you figured it out? Because that's what I was going to do to you." And then yeah. he tries to kill him. He says but that Batman, <laughs> Batman jumps into the window and. Penguin turns his umbrella upside down. Know those spiky things in the bottom of the umbrella? Yeah.
1: That's opposing. what he tries.
0: He tries to stab Batman with that because they're smeared with deadly poison.
1: Yeah, that's dangerous, though, because those are pointing towards your hand
2: when you're uh, opening <laughs> yeah, the umbrella. I was going to say, he <laughs> never accidentally caught his hand on that. Yeah.
0: Well, you guys tell me all the time, if you create it, you're not affected by it. So
1: That's true. true. That really is true, yeah.
0: And then something, this doesn't make sense, Penguin pulls a rope and then Chicken Wire falls on top of them. Yep. But this isn't in, in his apartment. It's not his apartment? No, he's waiting for the guy in his apartment, because that's what he does. Well, he, he set that up when he was waiting. I guess so. <laughs> but the Chicken Wire is enough to stop them and he gets away. Uh, I guess the next day, Batman and Robin are training, like they're, you know, Robin's shirtless, of course. Mm-hmm. And then they got a new Bruce's got a new plan. He's gonna start selling crime plans. Yeah, crime plans. And instead of like having blueprints, he's gonna do actual models, three mm. D models. And so you know, thugs keep coming to him. It's like three of them. He gets an and eye he, patch
1: and, and a striped shirt,
0: and he doesn't look like Bruce Wayne at all. Not, no. not even. And slippery. he
1: grows some scruffing pretty fast, or like he wipes something on his
0: face.
2: I guess he looks like he's got five o'clock shadow. Yeah. So
0: he sells them a bunch of things, and each time they try to commit one of these crimes, they uh, it backfires and they get caught. But they did this so that the penguin would get to get the penguin's attention, and it does because they send them a letter. They come, they come to this thing, and they're like, "This is going to be a trap," and it is a trap. But yet they fall for it.
1: Yeah. They know it's a trap, they say it's gonna be a trap, and then they get
2: trapped. Yeah.
1: And they stand right on
2: the umbrella.
0: Yeah, they stand
1: on the giant stupid umbrella in the middle of the floor. It's obvious a trap, it's a penguin trap. As usual, the penguin's decorations are in character. It makes me think of a spider web. Oh, now we're caught in it. <laughs> and then from the the handle
0: of it, gas pours out of it, I guess.
1: And knockout I guess that's
0: a I guess that's a
1: knockout. I didn't write that one down. Yeah, they were sleeping. I've been sleeping. Huh? No, Penguin. No, you can't do that to the Batman. <laughs> and he's got his face <laughs> in a target.
0: Yeah, so that's Batman knockout 44, Robin knockout 29. But yeah, so he's actually got Batman as an actual dartboard now. Yeah. As he got Robin tied up. Right. And so he's just throwing darts at Batman, and he's really, really bad at darts.
1: He says he's nervous. He's shaky because he's afraid of Batman, even though he can't get him.
0: And the darts are laced with the poison, too, but it keeps missing over
2: and over again.
1: It would be harder to miss that many times than to actually yeah. hit Batman in the face,
2: yeah. <laughs> just, Especially with that size target. A person's yeah. head is a big target. <laughs> yeah.
0: Robin sees, what is it, like a golf bag full
1: of umbrellas? I thought Basically, it was an umbrella stand, so but it, it does you. have a handle on it, so it might be a golf bag, yeah.
0: So, yeah, this is another instance when a bad guy leaves something close enough that they can knock over and get to. Yeah. And so Robin gets one of Penguin's umbrellas and shoots acid out of it. And he's like, (laughs) that's acid. You want to burn me? And Uh, yeah, yeah. that's kind of the idea.
1: Listen, don't have acid umbrellas laying around if you don't want to get shot with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then Robin shoots another one that just has green paint in it for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't know why it has green paint, but he's blinding them.
0: But anyway, that's enough of a distraction for... uh, but for the acid, I guess the acid splashed on Batman's, just Batman's ropes and not on him at all. because he can get out of it now.
1: Or he's got acid proof suit on or something. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, he's about to shoot Robin with one of his umbrellas. I guess it's a gun umbrella. But Batman smashes the dartboard over the penguin's head. And it looks like he creates a new hole. And it already have a hole in it.
1: It did. Yeah, well, when it takes it off, it looks like a toilet seat. Yeah, but it does. It looks like he broke. Maybe he just hit the side and broke it a little bit.
0: Anyway, Robin knocks out Penguin. They take him to the prison. And Penguin says he won't say goodbye. No cage will hold the Penguin. And next time, the finish will be different. And Batman says, "You tell. And then we get a flash the next day that the Penguin's been sentenced to death. Yeah. So they're going to kill the Penguin. <laughs>
1: Right, and I guess that's the end, and Bruce is like, I wonder if it is. And then it ends. The end. The end. So, feature characters this one, Batman and Robin. Antagonist. The Penguin. Okay, he doesn't say only appearance, but then the rest of them say only appearance. But their names are really dumb. We got Torchy Blaze. We got, he dies. We got Hairless Harry Hicks. He dies too. We got Slippery Elmer his single appearance. Glitter Gleason, single appearance, and One-Eye, single appearance. And that's it. Wait, wasn't
0: One-Eye Bruce's secret identity?
2: Or was it that guy who was uh, running the print shop? I think it was the one who ran the print shop. But they looked the same with their eye patch.
0: All right. So. I mean, that one wasn't bad. It's just, I think we're tired out from the other stories.
2: I was going to say, that one was good. I, I actually did like the Penguin one. They put a but lot I of effort tired. into
1: the ones where we have the spotlighted uh bad guy, you know.
2: Right. Yeah, the, those are good. I, yeah. You know what's a shame is the first two stories of this took a lot of time and it's just mainly because they put they almost put too much into them.
1: When the story's bad and it goes all over the place, it's harder to get through. Yeah. When the story's it's true. good, it's same as reading it. When the story's good, it's easy to blast through it.
3: Yeah.
0: Those first two were pretty bad,
1: though. Yeah, those first two were pretty bad.
0: Oh, I forgot to mention,
1: this is season three finale. Oh, nice. So we're going to get we get time off now? Never, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to get fired again. I don't know.
2: Oh, uh, I'm going to have, have to let the cats out for the finale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so season three finale. We'll be doing our little off-season stuff as we normally do.
1: Wow, that's coming up, huh? Yeah, that's... Yeah. I'm totally unprepared. One. Totally unprepared for this. So, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> what else is? Uh, there? Yeah. Anything else, guys? Um. No, I got a joke. If you want to hear a joke, I know that's what? what. Listen, this is what the people wait for. I I might as well just come on, tell the joke, and then we'll just end it. Like we don't need to even go through. It's this The
2: thing. only reason they're even going to come <laughs> yeah, on here, it's for the for reason this they keep coming podcast. back,
1: podcast. yeah, we, wow. that's how I get them to stay here with my jokes.
0: Well. We are in, this is the start of 1943 bad jokes, so here we so,
1: go. Uh, what do you call a league with just Batman and Superman in it?
2: I don't know, what?
1: The Just Us League. Just us. It's just us here. Just us. Just.
2: I thought for sure you'd have a penguin joke for me.
1: Listen, I told you, penguin jokes don't fly around here.